0: Everyone. welcome to episode three of Thinking Straightly. Of course, I'm Rebecca. I'm here joined by Michael and Sarah. Woo! It's the Daytona 500 episode. We are post-Daytona 500. We're here in the basement, ready to talk to you about Speed Weeks and the 500. So ready. <laughs> what happened this week, guys? Oh,
1: Daytona. It happened.
0: It did happen. The anticipation for this race was real. We got it. We watched it. Now you have to process the whole thing and give you guys an episode. So, Sarah, talk to us a little bit about Speed Weeks. First of all, why is it called Speed Weeks if it's just one week?
2: Huh. I, I think, wanted to
0: know that for a while. <laughs> isn't it Sunday to Sunday? I don't know how y'all break down
2: your weeks, but I think it's just one. Yeah. Regardless, it started with qualifying. That happened on Wednesday. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. So that was good. I thought it was good. Went through the... Whole field and then the top ten of that got to qualify again, which was really cool. And it ended with Larson on the pole, and I think personally, more excitingly, Bowman with his fifth consecutive
0: front row Daytona start, which is super cool. I'm not sure. I was super excited for them to bring back qualifying. I think it like takes up a lot of time. I was also tired of Kyle Larson being on the pole literally the majority of last year's uh, racing season. But I did like the excitement of this is Daytona 500 week. Who's going to be on top? And it was Larson and Alex Bowman, like Sarah said,
2: five times. Yeah, I personally enjoy qualifying. So I was excited to see that come back again. I think it like shakes up the field a little bit. And I think it could make for an exciting season once again. So it's exciting. And then we went to the duels the day after on Thursday. And that was really fun. Michael, thoughts on the duels? Oh, you didn't watch them. <laughs> Not to throw him under the bus or anything. I watch parts. <laughs> he also has a job where he works in the evenings. He's school.
1: You know, it's all new to me. And I enjoy shade. the whole speed week I, process. I,
0: I wasn't throwing shade. I was just saying. In my own opinion, I was more privy to duel number one because I had Chase Elliott in there, Ryan Blaney in there. Neither of them were victorious. But um, Brad Keselowski, uh, with his new team, his team was able to win that. That was pretty cool. And then Duel 2 was, I think, the more entertaining of the one of them. It was the more aggressive one. Yeah, there were some yellows in there and Chris Buescher.
2: Yeah, I think that was pretty cool. I'm not a Brad Keselowski fan, but as the owner of this team, I think it was cool for him to, one, win the race and then go into the second race and have his driver win the second duel. So pretty cool for him and his team. I I don't know if that trend will stay, but Brad did do well today, so.
0: Yeah, he ran up front all day. Yeah. So that does bring us to the big race today. Obviously, there were some practices mixed within the week. Um, They had various um, purposes and and drivers on top, Um, but we entered Daytona, race day Sunday, the first out of many, and it went. It oh, went.
2: <laughs> Overall, I think it was a really good race. Really entertaining. Good to see the next-gen cars, yeah. like, officially in action. And it was good racing. I think there was the fear that it might not be good racing, not just at Daytona, but just in general, new car. You don't know how it's going to be, but it was good and it was still fast and it was still furious. And yeah.
0: Yeah. I would say it was still fast. I don't know why I was worried about that. It's NASCAR at Daytona. Of course, it's going to be fast. But you were saying, Michael, it was the first time that you saw pit stop with the next gen car. What'd you think?
1: I mean, I was excited to see it, obviously, because it's new. But from a fan perspective of Chase Elliott's, the pits weren't all that great for me today. <laughs> I didn't enjoy most of it.
0: Yeah, that's true. There were a couple mistakes made by the nine team on pit road.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but we did get to see the one lug at work yeah. or maybe not at work. Two mm. tires ran away from two different drivers today.
1: Literally, one lug, <laughs> <laughs> one lug, one love, people. <laughs> Cut
0: I out. liked Cut. the
2: one look. <laughs> I think it makes for an exciting, quick pit stop. They were definitely in and out. My teams did good on their pit stops. So.
0: I said a couple of times, like, I just thought the pit crews looked a little they frazzled, a little confused. A little frazzled. Some close calls on, on pit road, not with just yeah. cars, but also with pit crew members yeah. kind of being out of place. Um, Having said that, obviously, I couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. We're just watching. But it did seem a little chaotic at times. Yeah.
1: That's a good point. Because normally, we're thinking of the changes. We're only thinking of how it affects the drivers. Right. But it's the pit crew that really that affects the most. Because they're like changing up a lot of what they do. And it showed. They look nervous.
0: And, of course, it is the biggest race of the year for them. So And position on track is important. So, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll see that get cleaned up. In the next couple weeks ago, but again, it's easier said than done. It's not us out there. Right. Yeah. We're just watching. Yeah. I think the
2: whole race, like we said, overall was really good. Stages one and two had their like moments, but for the most part, we're pretty calm. And then I feel like once we got into stage three with like 30 laps to go, you could just feel like the tension rise. We had like a whole group of people we were watching with and it just sort of got tense and exciting and
1: palms getting sweaty, knees are getting weak.
0: I have to give a shout out to our friend group because the championship 2021 we determined Seems like years ago yeah we determined february 20th daytona 500 was going we we're going to have a party yep and our friend showed up and like not only did they show up but most of them had nascar gear on or <laughs> talked about purchasing nascar gear they showed up
1: ready to support Ian,
0: yeah. yeah. give a shout out <laughs> our friend ian is
2: listening in as we record
0: this shout out to ian to heather to sophie to caitlin um, obviously, us <laughs> and our parents, our parents. Yep. Um, it was a successful Daytona party. It was very fun. We had nachos.
1: Most importantly, shout out to the nachos. <laughs> really,
0: I was starving. Really made the party. And not only was our basement full this evening or this afternoon, but Daytona.
2: Yes.
1: Sold
0: out Sold house out. everywhere. Yep. Um, thousands and thousands of people. I heard more people could attend the Daytona 500 than the Super Bowl. Wow. So that's pretty interesting. That's cool. Pretty Sports cool. guy
1: over here. I like that stuff.
0: It's an important race. It's a big race. Um, and I'm really happy that that NASCAR, you know, is back. And, and I think more and more people are on board yep. with the different team owners. I mean, we talked a little bit earlier. Pitbull owns a team. Mm-hmm. I think that brings in different fans. And yeah. Michael Jordan yeah. has this team. Yeah, and brings in different fans. Floyd
1: Mayweather. Uh, yeah. Another. It's
2: it's pretty cool to see, like, big name stars, athletes yeah. mainly. Yeah. And I guess Pitbull, <laughs> like, own a team. And that is going to bring in their fan base. So like basketball fans are going to want to watch this and pit bull fans are going to want to watch it. And I just felt like seeing the stands so full and just seeing everybody look happy to be there. Like, I just love the direction that the sport is going in. And we talked about this last week. Just it's awesome to to see new
0: fans start to enjoy this. And I think we talked about energy a little bit. There was definitely energy in this room in the last 30 laps. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You could almost like feel it. You're not we're not in Daytona, obviously, but it's there at the beginning of the race. Obviously, there was a bit of a lull. I'm going to call it in stage yeah. two where it was like they are single file and it's going to be single file for right many laps. Right.
2: And, you know, that's going to happen with this. You don't want any incidents that'll take you out before it's time to like pedal to the metal. You know, I was extremely stressed when whenever Ryan Blaney is up front i tend to get a little uh overwhelmed i would say Uh, no what me so i was very excited and to see him he he ran a
0: great race the whole time i think this group probably Mm -hmm. predicted brian blaney that Mm -hmm. was like the consensus to win today um he had a great car for all of speed weeks um and he's good at restrictor plate racing he's good at daytona Uh, however he came in fourth. We're upset for him. It was yeah. a good vibe. I mean, he was up front all day.
2: Okay. We can talk about Austin Cindrick. So awesome. Rookie season in in the cup series. That's incredible. First race. I'm just really happy for him. And I'm a really big Austin Cindrick fan. When he was in Xfinity, like watching him race and just kind of dominate that circuit was was great. And I was super happy for him to get this ride in in the two-car. But Ryan Blaney was right there, and I'm so happy for Austin, and I was telling them, any other race, like, if if any of my drivers weren't there and, like, also had a shot at it, I would be so thrilled for Austin right now, and I am. I just wanted Blaney
0: to win so bad. So Ryan Blaney came in fourth. He was one of the drivers we were um, watching the entire time. Some other big names that we like personally that were out early uh, included William Byron. He was involved Poor in that guy. big break. Yeah. yeah. Um, the very big, or stage one, the end of stage one, which I don't know. I feel like it's crazy to have, I don't know. Whose couple... fault do you think that was? Brad. Yeah. Brad <laughs> was Brad's fault. <laughs> it's it's got to be Brad's. Brad was involved in a couple different
2: altercations today. He came ready to race. I mean, I'm not upset about it. Yeah. I feel like you can't judge someone for that. I mean, it's the Daytona 500 and everybody's trying to win. So. I just think that one was a little bit rough because it was so early. You that Denny, was stage one. Denny Hamlin was taking yeah. I think
1: the nerves of stage one, yeah. they're so excited. They Connor Daly
2: points. tweeted something along the lines of, like, I think that was a little bit unnecessary. Like, it's yeah. literally stage one. And I agree with that.
0: But you have to think they're also, I mean, this is a points race and every stage yeah. counts. But at the same time, Daytona's a long race. Yeah. You want to make it yeah. to the end. Yeah, um, and unfortunately, Byron and Hamlin didn't get a chance to do that. Uh, we saw the very end. Kyle Larson was taken out. He no longer had that chance with yeah. eight laps to go. Now Gregson uh, qualified into the 500. That was exciting for him. It was taken out, and then people like Stenhouse, Ricky Stenhouse, taken out right there at the end, and he, and he was leading. Yeah, a good run. yeah. Alex Bowman also one of Sarah's favorites. I mean, one of all of our yeah. favorites. Yeah.
2: And Chase had the issue. Well, he didn't hit anything, but he spun, slid yeah, for a little I bit.
0: Mean, it was a rough day at Daytona for Chase Elliott, mm-hmm. the crew, and, and Chase yeah. Elliott fans. But I'm going to give it to him. He avoided all of the wrecks yeah, today. Yeah, it's like yeah. a
1: superpower. Literally, is. he
0: slid by. Yeah. Um. So good for him there. I mean, you know, everyone has those days. Unfortunately, he is a champion that still cannot check off the Daytona 500 from his list, but neither can Crowbush. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought Bubba had a good race. Yeah, coming in, I, I feel bad for
2: him coming in second for the, the second time. I know what it's like to be a fan on the end of that, and I remember watching his interview when he came in second the first time, and his, like, mom was there, and it was a press conference and everything, and he was so excited, like, crying and everything, and just, like, the difference, totally understandable, like, to come in second, that was earlier in his career, and he was so close this time. I mean, anybody, it's anybody's race, so I do feel bad for him, but he did have
0: a good race. Yeah, I was almost happy to see Ryan come in fourth and not second, because I don't know and I know Sarah can't, <laughs> handle, I can't handle seeing Ryan Blaney come in Again. second. Again, Again. a yep. third time. And that was tough for Chase, too, last year. Second at the Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he had that same attitude. Like, all right, we just got to get to first now. Yeah. You know, this is good, but we got to be better. Um, right. Unfortunately, we were not better. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I like the emotion from Bubba in the interview after.
0: I do, too.
1: I, I it's was real. Yeah. yeah. It showed how much he truly cares. And I think it's good yeah. that people and fans saw that from him.
0: So Daytona doesn't have the choose cone. So they line up a little bit differently. They don't get to choose themselves. Um, So we were talking about Brad a little bit earlier, um, kind of being, I think you said aggressive was the word. Yeah. He was aggressive all race. And it comes down to, you know, who's going to push who at the end there. And I don't know. What do you guys think about the end? I just don't think you can hold anything
2: against anyone at the end. Everybody's trying to win. So Ricky Stenhouse is mad at Brad. You saw a tweet that said people were mad at Austin. Like, you're gonna go for it, you know? I mean, I don't know what it's like to be on the inside of one of these cars racing the Daytona 500, obviously. But, like, I just think you have to go for it.
1: I don't think I saw anything that was worth
2: getting upset about. Austin, I- like, did block Ryan, and Bubba
0: was also trying to go up. But, like, but like you... He won it because of that, you know? I think at the end, I mean, if the white flag is waving, yeah. it is anybody's game. And I, I get it, like, you know, teammates, and they were talking about it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to these teammates. And I was a little bit worried about that with, with Kyle Busch and Bubba Wallace being that Toyota mm-hmm. group. And I was just thinking, like, I don't know what's going to happen here. I think Kyle Busch probably would have oh, gone for it. Yeah, yeah I, I think he wants I that Daytona there. win. But I think anybody who says they wouldn't go for it is a liar. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, we're we're talking about how – we didn't get the Ryan Blaney interview so we don't really know how he yeah. reacted to Austin Cindric. I don't think he would say anything bad. No. I think it's just racing, the white flag because was out.
2: Ryan has pushed for that as well at Talladega at at Daytona in the past. Yeah. Like has caused incidents before because he was going for the win. We don't need to talk about Ryan Blaney Daytona incidents <laughs> in the past, but
1: it's fine. he would have said, I would have done the same thing. Yeah,
2: right?
0: absolutely. Most and and he's going to be on yeah, tomorrow, NASCAR race hub race or whatever hub. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, race hub tomorrow, which is Monday. But we will hear his thoughts. And and maybe he was mad, but he will have cooled down yeah. and he would, you know, I mean. I don't think he would be mad. His
2: teammate won. I know he is a big fan of Austin Cindric as a racer, as a person, and I think he's gonna be excited for him. Obviously, you're gonna be disappointed when you were so close to winning but didn't. But I feel like he understands, you know. I don't know, can't speak for him, but
1: well. I mean, last race he was throwing things in anger. Like, maybe yeah, but we
0: didn't. Is see
1: Blaney it. a new man? Like maybe he's really <laughs> mad and throwing things right now.
0: I don't know, but the camera loves him. The promos are are, are all about Ryan Blaney. However, the camera? The footage, the camera like the loves live him? footage during the race is yeah. just lacking. To be honest, I was watching the end, the final lap, the white flag was in the air, and I was having trouble. Figuring out what was going on and who was in the lead and where the finish line was, I didn't really know who won. I personally thought Bubba won the race. And then Chad was like, no, it ended five seconds ago and Austin Cindrick won. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's on me or, again, if we're here complaining about the Fox coverage of the race. I I feel like
2: the Fox coverage, like they just switched to like the bumper cams too much, which are great every once in a while. And they're super interesting every once in a while. But like, we don't want to see the race through the view of a bumper. We want to understand what's going on and see the passing like in an overhead view the drone view like cameras and corners and stuff like that I just feel like the the bumper cams are are good every once in a while the helmet cams are good every once in a while but not all the time
0: I agree with you I think the cool like the smaller cameras they're cool yeah and of course we want to see Ryan Blaney's beautiful eyes we want to see <laughs> Chase Elliott's cool shiny helmet but like That doesn't show us anything that's happening in the race. We missed the first wreck, essentially, because we were so locked in on somebody's bumper. Right.
1: Which was pretty much a black screen.
2: Right.
0: And we (laughs) said that during the clash. Yeah. And
2: and I think, like, obviously, they have bad timing sometimes, which you can't help. We missed the first yellow because we were in commercial. And then the the other wreck happened when they were trying to show the ARCA driver. And that's bad timing. And that's not their fault. But, like, it's just things like that. It's just funny that it happens. And we're just trying to watch a race. We're not trying to make this a theme, <laughs> but, but come on, but Fox, Fox <laughs> needs to work on it. But I thought the announcers did a pretty good job yeah. the whole time. Smoke, smoke in the booth.
0: Noise.
2: We'll be back for Coda, which is cool. Nice.
0: I Danica think Patrick to join the booth. Yeah, that's this cool. Coming season mm-hmm. and Matt Kenseth to join the booth uh, next week in Fontana, I believe. Yeah,
1: having fun in Fontana, <laughs> right, Matt?
0: <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> So we wanted to add this segment on each episode once we got into the heart of the racing season. Um, No better place to start than Daytona of Michael picking out a tweet that he finds either during the race or at the end of the race. And that he thinks is funny and is noteworthy and um, has honorable (laughs) mention on the podcast. So, Michael, what do you got for the Daytona 500? Give this person a shout out.
1: First of all. Mom, if you're listening, I made it. I got my own segment. <laughs> but anyway, going off of, you know, what we were just talking about, looking through Twitter, as NASCAR fans do, right? You watch the race through Twitter, pretty much. I stumbled upon one from at Minto 19 Travis, if you're listening, I thank you for the uh, entertainment. <laughs> uh, it is, I quote, another wreck ruining my commercial breaks.
2: Which is really true. There were so many commercials. Very accurate. And and thank you, Team Minto nineteen. But I saw numerous tweets about the amount of commercials Mm -hmm. that were shown, and I know like they'll always put way more commercials in stage one and two because stage three is when it gets exciting and they're not going to throw a
0: commercial there at the
2: end. But it was a ridiculous amount. But also,
0: Wasn't it like 11 laps mm-hmm. to go and they were like, all mm-hmm. right, this is the last one commercial. But that's when the energy was right. like built. Yeah. Right. It's, it's there. You're at the peak and you're yeah. just like on the edge of your seat. Let's go to commercial. Yeah. That kind of dies down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And right then there were some volume. yellows. I get it. But I don't know. I don't know. And I felt like that
2: yesterday. Uh, Becca and I were watching the Xfinity race. And we turned it on, we were late. So we started in stage three and we, we turned it on during a yellow. And then it we watched commercials for fifteen minutes and the race started and the, it just felt like like there were so many commercials and we watched zero racing. But that leads us in. We can
0: talk about the Xfinity race. Yeah, I mean, like Sarah said, we only caught the end of it. I'm not yeah. sure, Michael, if you caught any highlights or anything. Just crazy crazy, crazy wreck for Myatt Snyder. Oh yeah. So glad he's okay. It just goes to show. Now they're not using the next gen car, right? But the safety yeah. of these vehicles is just wild, and and um, what they have to do to make sure that the catch fence is good for yeah. today. I yeah. mean, they started working on that. At, I don't know, seven thirty last mm-hmm. night, and it wasn't done until one thirty this morning to wow. prepare and get ready for the Daytona five hundred. Yeah. So
2: crazy wreck. Glad everyone's okay through that. Like his car was just. It looked like a frame, and then just his seat. So really glad he's okay. Good race overall. So happy for Austin Hill and his
0: win. Um, really cool for him. And safety of the cars. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not knocking the next-gen car. Obviously, we saw some pretty big crashes today. We saw Harrison Burton.
1: Airborne. Flipped yeah. over. We yep. saw the
0: underside of his car. Mm-hmm. Um, was checked out of the care center. They talked about the care center a lot today. There, um, yeah.
1: Obviously. It gets a lot know. of attention. There was
2: a pretty big know. wreck
0: in the, the truck race, too. Yeah. And everybody, you know, walked away. And that, yeah. that was good.
1: But to that point, maybe that's why people do raise an eyebrow when they see Brad coming in stage one, bumping people Makes sense. Life. Yeah. They're going 190.
0: Would you say that there was a
2: quote unquote big one in this race? I, I would say like the biggest one would have been the first one. The it took out. Probably a couple mediums. Yeah. No, no big. <laughs> I wouldn't say ones? Anything a couple medium ones. Huge, but if, if we're gonna classify a wreck in this race that was the big one, I would say the first one. I would agree. Just because it was the I biggest of flipped.
0: That was the first one, and it
2: Wasn't took it? out it took out Denny, yeah. and it it almost took out Kyle Busch. I don't even know how he.
0: They taped he him out. The yeah, really. The and uh, took out Denny Hamlin. That was the one that he was involved yeah. into early, yeah. Yeah. stage one, and he was obviously disappointed. So yeah, um, at the beginning of the race, or, or I'm sorry, before it even started, we had that whole segment on Sherry Pollux, and we were all sitting here, yeah, in tears yeah. with just that story that she was giving, and then it was kind of like okay. We lost momentum. We have to pump ourselves back up for the 500. Um, but I just wanted to mention that I thought it was a good. She segment. does have an incredible story, yeah, it's and we story that needs to be told, of course. And then Martin goes on to win stages one and two. Yeah, um, I thought him. that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he was also involved in um, one of those crashes. Yeah, uh, didn't I? Th- he finished, but at not as well as he probably could have. Yeah.
1: But between that story and the national anthem,
0: <laughs> the it national not,
2: anthem it was. I did
1: take some energy away Wait. from the pregame party Everyone decided.
2: <laughs> that the national anthem was sung about three octaves too low for the rest of the world yes it was
0: <laughs> but the prayer was, good. was good um was good. we missed driver intros we had that yeah, one guy never on the saw shouting them but we never saw the drivers walk out i think we actually did see martin
2: martin we saw a couple <laughs> of them but they they didn't show a whole lot but they did like that <laughs> <a, box. laughs> they did the video i guess with the drivers which You know, is good.
1: I mean, the only video they need to show is when they're saving at the pump.
2: (laughs) You saved at the pump? The pump? The pump? He saved at the pump! (laughs) 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 So, another really fun thing. We did this last year, too. But that we got to participate in uh, before and during the race is this Fox Bet Super 6, uh, which (laughs) is Clint Boyer. I guess partnered with this and you can win $25,000 if you answer these six questions right so those of us that wanted to download the app downloaded it for our chance to win $25,000 which would be pretty nice in my bank account right now that would be very nice in my bank account but unfortunately i got zero out of six
1: questions correct did you get one i mean it happens i did get one so
2: yeah well good for you um some of us weren't as lucky it's five away from winning so
1: I wasn't thrilled about no, it. No,
0: but I mean, you have- There are chances season. to improve. There's sure. yeah, like a million course, NASCAR races. However, there's only a certain handful of races on Fox. Right. So it has to be Boyer. That's a right. good point. So,
2: but uh, that first wreck took out a lot of our answers and we were all scrambling yeah. to, to change our <laughs> answers before the time ran out to do so, but it was pretty fun. So my question is, Becca, with $25,000, what
0: would you buy? I don't know. Right now, Sarah and I are kind of <laughs> in the market. Looking for an apartment, so I think I would be able to find one that's nicer nice. on the nicer side of things, and then uh, maybe pay off my car so that I don't have to worry <laughs> about that. That sounds nice. That's good, Michael.
1: I would put it all straight to school bills. Very good. Save a little bit.
2: <laughs> maybe go I, to
1: Daytona. I oh maybe more than Daytona. Ooh. Sarah, what would
2: you do? I would put it towards an apartment, but I would also buy myself a nice new ford bronco sports you gotta treat yourself my dream car well, how, well, 25k what about it i'm gonna i will have oh, to oh i see i see it'll it'll go towards the ford bronco i love that what color thank you well it's kind of like a bluish greenish color beautiful yeah just like ryan blaine's eyes maybe i mean <laughs> i mean i know that's true just something maybe you think about no oh. i think they're very incredible cars. And I would love to have incredible eyes. Tonight. Anyway.
0: We did not win. So better luck next time. Uh, yeah. My um, Ford Bronco will come next week after Fontana. Yeah. So it's been a few years since NASCAR has been to Fontana. 2020 was the last time they went there. Obviously it's in California. Maybe that's not so obvious. Actually. So sorry if I just offended <laughs> anybody, um, but it is in California. Uh, 2020. The race was won by. Alex Bowman. Bowman the showman. Hendrick Motorsports. I feel like Hendrick Motorsports didn't really show up today, so maybe Mm. they can show up next week. They
1: had a rough day. Yeah. Meaning I had a rough day.
0: (laughs) Wow. Um, But, yeah, hopefully uh, Bowman can have a chance to defend that title and get that um, win again in Fontana on Sunday.
2: I'm excited for Fontana. I like when NASCAR goes west. I think it's fun, and I think, as we said after the Clash – Taking it west kind of opens up the sport to a whole new fan base. Yeah. So excited, excited to see that track again. I don't really
0: remember what it's like or what it looks like, but yeah, it'll be like a new race yeah. for everybody. Michael joined us. We're trying to remember if it was either right after Fontana or even a little bit later yeah. that he kind of started to become a NASCAR fan. So it'll be completely new for him.
1: Which is exciting for me.
0: And it just feels, it feels new to me too. I don't, yeah. I'm not it's sure. Refreshing. Something new. Speaking of something new, we also have the 2022 IndyCar season that will start next week um, in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, That actually happens kind of at the same time as the NASCAR race, so we'll be double screening it, I'm sure. Colton Harda won the last time they were in uh, St. Pete. Um, He is a contender this season already, before the season has even started. Um, Really talented, drives brand, ready autosport. I think he's going to win the championship.
2: Really? Yeah. Wow. I know it's early, but. Early as in we haven't Uh, even started. It hasn't even started yet, but if we had to pick right now based off of last season, Colton Herta will be this year's champion.
0: Okay. All right. I'm always going to go with my favorite in IndyCar. I'm really hopeful that Alexander Rossi has a stronger season. The last two have been Rough. However, I'm still so loyal. I'm still so a fan. I think it'd be really cool to see him battle it out with Colton. I also mm-hmm. think it'd be really cool to see a three-way battle with Joseph, um, who has won St. Pete twice in the last three years. I
1: was going to say, Joseph is my pick to win it. Awesome. Joseph Garden. But I don't think you
2: can ever count out Scott Dixon. Of course not. Can't uh, count him out. I mean, so that'll be...
1: He's getting up there in age, isn't he?
2: It doesn't matter. He is like a fine wine. He just gets better as oh, he gets older. I so I-, I just thought of something that I don't think we talked about last week that we... Absolutely can't ignore Robert Wickens getting back in a car. He did get back in a car at Daytona. So cool. So happy to see him racing again on like, you know, an upward trend, I think, with his recovery, being able to do what he loves again. So
0: and I think Sarah and I hold that story. Personally, we were at the race in Pocono where he crashed um, and it was horrible. And I don't really think we even knew what was going Mm -hmm. on. The race ended. Alexander Rossi was the winner. That was exciting for us. But then when we got back in the car and had phone service or whatever, it was, this is bad. Um, And so we've kind of just watched him uh, from that moment Cheering for him. And it's just been this incredible and inspiring journey. And yeah, Yeah. he's back in a car that he powers with his hands. And that's really cool. So
2: cool. We bought those stickers, the Better, Faster, Stronger sticker. Mm -hmm. Toronto Motorsports released after his crash. And I have it on my laptop. And I have, you've seen my laptop, which you... Haven't maybe if have. <laughs> we can post it, post a picture of my laptop. Why not?
1: Find it on yeah. Instagram, of course. Of
2: course, that I will never like parts of it are covered up, but I will never cover up that sticker. That like was a very impactful day as a fan. So, and now
0: he's back in the car.
1: Yeah, I mean, stories so like cool. that, no matter what, which is why is.
0: Sherry's story today yeah. was just so inspiring. Yeah, and, and it doesn't necessarily inspiring. affect the racing or the Daytona no. 500, mm-hmm. but good story, obviously. I don't not like Martin Truex. I think I like him because of Sherry, to be honest. So um, it was good to see him. Like I said, Wednesday just wanted to.
2: Yeah. And their charity is so cool. And their event that they did last night, awesome. They do it with the kids. And it it seemed like this was with women uh, struggling with ovarian cancer. So that was really cool for them to do and raise money for for her charity.
1: Well, we've been talking about some fun things that we've done. We've done our picks for Fox Superbet 6. Um, But there's a few things that we make. On our own for the listeners we um weekly um put out trivia questions that involve um the the race or things we've discussed on the podcast um and it's been a fun way to keep us engaged throughout the um speed week um so
2: so if you're not answering our trivia questions what are you doing you're kind
0: of missing out you do have to listen to the podcast episode first yeah and then play trivia usually comes out towards the end of the week usually Right around the weekend when i have some free time yeah. to come up with some <laughs> questions but we would love for you to play along it's and to follow us
1: definitely something you should look into it's a fun midweek pick me up yeah it gets, gets you excited about the weekend and
0: if you're already this far into the podcast the hard part is over <laughs> yeah
1: you know if the answers the
0: questions are not hard and it's fun it's a fun way for us to interact with you which we're looking to do we're excited to do as mm-hmm. again the racing season is here Woo-hoo. It began officially today with the Daytona 500. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, specifically about the 500. We've got more races, plenty of races to discuss. A lot of racing. In the future. Next week, we have the streets of St. Petersburg with IndyCar, and we have Fontana back to the West Coast for NASCAR. We won't miss it. And if we don't miss it, then you won't miss it. Yep because we'll be sure to catch you up on everything racing uh, that happens this week and, of course, on Sunday.
2: Got anything else? I don't think so. I think I've about covered it. Again, congrats to Austin Cindric Happy birthday, Roger Penske. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: Sure. Happy birthday, buddy.
2: Better luck next week to all of our favorite drivers. Chase Elliott. Come on, buddy, please. <laughs> Do something.
1: I've got something. I'm just very happy to spend it with the both
2: of you. Okay, <laughs> on that great... <laughs> note.
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to episode three of Thinking Straightly. You will hear us at the end of next week after the races.
1: Michael, send us home, buddy. Thank you for listening to Thinking Straightly. You can find our show anywhere podcasts are streamed. For more content, you can follow us on Instagram at Thinking Straightly or on Twitter at underscore straightly on twitter you can also check out our personal accounts at rebecca underscore garner 5 at serendipity 021 and at nascar underscore new guy 9 that's me and a special thanks to alex rule for providing the music for our show